you, I don't want to name drop, you know, company or any people, you try out uh, the brokerage side of life insurance. What was that like for people that don't know? Like, what, I'm just curious. So yeah, I mean, I was planning to talk about that, but the brokerage side is more so of same type of way of you show up and make the dials. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, what kind of mentally drained me yeah. doing it every day, like trying to is like, cool, you still have the sales training, you still have the phones, you still have the leads, but at the same time, there's no, I felt as if there's no culture. Let's go, let's do a quick pod, a little Adversity Kings pod, a little quick recap of my boy's life over the last year or so. So I just wanna completely throw them on out there. So Blake Bretzky, everybody, one of our OGs, one of our, our guys, and um, he had a prodigal son moment, went out and explored the world. How have you been? Living, trying to. Trying to live, good, trying to explore, part. try out some different things. Yeah. So you rocked insurance with us for? 10, 11 months. Like almost a year. Yeah. Got an opportunity, went and tried that out, had some good connections. I think, was that solar related? So we were door knocking solar and roofs. And how hard was that? It was definitely like eye-opening. Yes. To say like how easy we had it here. Yes. But at the same time, it taught me a lot on how to open up more like face-to-face -face with yes. people. And taught me like a true aspect of like, like the adversity of sales. And a lead is a lead. Yeah. And like how to value a lead. Yes. That's like the important Now I heard, and I haven't done, you know, really good studying in regard to the solar market, but I heard, you know, solar market took a big hit just in, in regard to the market in itself. I thought there was some something with the actual product. There was some type of individual piece or something. There was some type of lawsuit or some faulty piece <laughs> in the solar equipment that was causing the, the actual solar industry to kind of take a hit, especially as a sales rep. Yeah. So that was like, I, I found that out. Like when I got out there, that was like a couple months before, but it was... It was a certain solar panel that majority of companies were selling, but not all. Yeah. But then that was that. That was a big thing, too. But it was just like I kind of shot myself in the foot going out there in the first place, in all honesty, because it's like you get out there and you realize, OK, I'd be in a neighborhood and then there's seven other companies in the same neighborhood knocking the same doors. Yeah, the competitors. It's insane. So it's like think of it as like a lead. You call a lead and someone else already talked to that guy or yeah. girl. But except someone else already talked to this person 10 minutes before I did. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, thousand percent. It was just the competition was there too. Solar's insane. And then you're in a, you're in probably, I would call it the college town of the world. There's no better place to go, I would say, for parties. And I have, I didn't even party there. Just just in the daytime. I stayed at the W. Um, in Scottsdale. Old town. In Scottsdale. And dude, I mean, like, it, it, it was like an NFL type of vibe. You know what I mean? Like. They didn't let me into the pool deck without having proper attire on. I was trying, because I just, you know what I mean? I'm just a you know, young average dude. I'm just trying to go up there in my basketball shorts and get in the pool. That's what I'm saying. No, you have to go downstairs, buy board shorts. Yeah. Not even, like, I spent $300 just in their, just in their shop or whatever and sent my, my ex uh, to the spa or whatever. And, and I spent $1,000 just in a matter of an hour just just getting to their pool and everything. And, and just the, the people, dude, were just like, Eat, like the females were beautiful. The dudes looked like they were in the NFL, and I'm just like, bro, like everyone there looked like Odell Beckham or looked like you know Kylie Jenner. And I was like, it is a next level. And it's I hear it's a lot of like parent money for the kids out there. Like, there's not a lot of kids, you know, like 
truly authentically like generating a lot of money, but like the parents just sent them out there and they just got an endless bankroll, hundreds of thousands of dollars was, just ready to go. It was cool being there. I mean, I didn't spend much time. I would say I was in Old Town like once a week. Yes. But like you couldn't go into the clubs, or you couldn't go into the bars because like you truly had to be 21. Like yeah. all like the fake IDs and stuff, like didn't none work. of that works down there. Yeah. They're strict because of how much money is truly there. And it's like, it's not like Chicago or like even Indiana where I'm from, where it's like yeah. the small rink-a-dink like bars yes. and clubs, you know what I'm saying? It's like truly next level, but at the same time, it's like a casual day. You're seeing the Lamborghinis, you're seeing the yeah. Ferraris. And it's like, I would look, cause like you usually you could tell if it's like the plates are rented or not. Yeah. So it's like, I didn't see like rent plates out of no problem. If I see that dude walk out of valet, I'm chasing his ass in the lobby. Yo, Yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like do, I just do. moved here. What do you do for work? Yeah. Like trying to build my networks. And I did meet a few, like few cool dudes Some dogs and even girls, like girls that were pulling up in like Lambos yeah. and R8s and G wagons. I would ask them and all of them like had the same typical answer, especially being down there. Yeah. Like they were all in some sort of sales. Yeah. I'm, I'm serious. Yeah. Like there was okay. one dude who owned, I don't know him, his wife and his kid all pulled up and like Matt, his wife was in a black on black G wagon. He was in a black on black Gallardo. Okay. Some type of like, and his kid was in a black on black R8. Wow all pulled up together to the uh, W, probably where you were yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, You know how you come in, you have that yeah. big circle in the lobby. Underneath, yeah. Yeah, they all pulled in, all got out, and I straight up asked him, he's like, so he owned, he was in medical device sales yep. for, I think he said, 19 years, started his own company through that, then he started a few other companies doing a similar thing, but it's okay. like more so like medicine. Okay. And like that. Yeah, like, like pharmaceutical industry. sales, something like yeah. that. Dope. So... You bounce around from the solar, then you try to transition, I think back, I think we were in talks a little bit, but we were just trying to stay, you know, on good terms, which we did. I think we stayed on great terms myself with you. And then you, I don't want to name drop, you know, company or any people. You try out uh, the brokerage side of life insurance. What was that like for people that don't know? Like, what, I'm just curious. So, yeah, I mean, I was planning to talk about that, but the brokerage side is more so of same type of way of you show up and make the dials yeah but at the same time it's like what kind of mentally drained me yeah doing it every day like trying to is like cool you still have the sales training you still have the phones you still have the leads but at the same time there's no i felt as if there's no culture yeah in that sense where it's like you come in i, I would come in here every day yeah it sucked waking up and yeah coming into the office at 8 a.m but doing at the, the work time, the monotony it's all the same right but at the same time it's like we have the music jumping. The next yeah. thing you know, you hop up there, people are hyping each other up. Everyone's yeah. pumped up to rip the phones. Like, I didn't feel as if like, I didn't feel that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And that's one thing that I kind of took in my head where it's like, okay, like I was already thinking, like, what's what's my next step? Yeah. What's my next move? And it's like, <clears throat> I always had that deep down feeling of like, I'm going to end up back here. But at the same time, it was more so of, okay, I, I just wanted to test the waters. You got to see I, what else is out there. I can there. say I did it. You know what it, I'm saying? That's why I always tell myself, like, I'm, you never want to get involved in a relationship with somebody that still has curiosity in the tank. Right. Where they still want to go see, like, imagine, you know, you, your wife up a girl and she still wants to go see what else is out there. Like, if you're going to get into a relationship with me, make sure you already know what you don't want, what you do want, because, like, the buck stops here. Right. And vice versa. Like, I, I'm not going to get into a relationship with a girl and not be fully committed and like she wouldn't have to worry. And I think that translates into business as well, where it's like, 
I think just that, how old are you now, 22? 20. 20, you're 20 years old. So it's like, you might even still have some curiosity inside of you, but I I know 100%, I think you've had some familiarity now with with, with different industries, different, different sectors of the insurance industry from now being able to com- compare to a brokerage, to a captive organization, and you see the differences of, you can make money in either. You just have to figure out what it is you like and I think the biggest thing that that what I hear people don't like is they don't like the buying of the leads when they're similar in quality. If not, you know, I, I don't know. What would you say quality wise? Like similar, it's similar in the sense. I mean, they both know we're calling about insurance. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. To but an extent, yeah. So it's like it's, to an extent. To like an some extent. some people know, some people don't know. Right. But at the end of the day, you're an insurance sales rep, so you got to figure out how to sell the product. Right. And you know, a lead is a lead. A lead is a human being. And I think the biggest thing I also hear is like you can't replace policies within a captive organization. In a brokerage, everyone can replace everybody's policies. The minute it falls off. Yeah, So, and you could call in and just tell them like, hey, cancel this and work with me. You know what I mean? And just overstep on your buddies. You is that true? Them. Yeah, you mean truly it's like you shop around. Yeah. You, know, so you just do the shopping for them. So like you're paying 70 with one carrier. Yeah. Cool, I take 10% less commission, but at the same time, it's 10 bucks cheaper at this carrier. Yeah. Now you're in my book. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, a thousand percent. Now. My next question is, I hear with, uh, with the brokerages, and, and I, we experience it a little bit, and people just, you have competitors. Why, why do you think the brokerages try to recruit from other insurance companies opposed to just recruiting and developing organically from the ground up? Finding someone that's never been in insurance, build them up from the ground up, it opposed saves them, to- It saves them time. Just saving time? I mean, think like, my understanding, it's like, okay, you already have a license, you already have been on the phones, yeah. you already trained and developed. Yeah. Cool. Instead of you being at 75% commission, I'll put you at 100. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. And just hit people with that. Yeah. Now, money-wise, who's really making money? Is it just the top, top dog? Like, when you recruit people, can you make money at recruiting people in brokerage? It's just, you just get an override. So it's the same thing. Yeah, it's just an override. So it's like, <clears throat> I'm at 85%, I bring you in at 75%. But I thought you if you bring still, everyone in at 100%, there's no. There's no override. No. So you'd have to bring them so in at a lower percent. That, you have to have that separation. Okay. Otherwise, it's like. So you really can't bring them in at a hundred percent then. No. So it's like I come in at let's say ninety, I can't put you at ninety. Yeah. I could. I could. You just be in my pipeline. So you but can. I you can decide what someone gets put at. Through the brokerage. Mm-hmm. Oh, I never knew that. They just tell everybody you get your a hundred thousand percent contract. No. No. So you. So. So, so probably after a bunch of recruiting, it's almost like pyramided where people are at like a 50, 60% because yeah. everybody wants an override. Right. That makes sense. I think the only way I'd ever do a brokerage is if I owned it myself because the only person I've ever heard of making a, like I look at Patrick David, you know what I mean? I don't really hear, obviously, you know, other individuals made a lot of money, but like when you talk about wealth, I just think of him, you know what yeah. I mean? They got wealthy and he owned the brokerage. Then you look at captive and it's like, I could list you know, a hundred people that make a million dollars, you know, just, just through, you know, the, our captive company, right. you know, a year or so. But I, I think where people get stuck is like, they think like all you have, all you can do is make a million and, and just generating it through one pursuit. And that's how you make your money. You know what I mean? Like get some money rolling through insurance and then start investing into real estate, start right. investing into, you know, private equity into building other businesses into different ventures, venture capitalism, media. You know what I mean? Like, Imagine if you blow up a media brand for yourself, parallel that with insurance, and now you've got a million followers on 
you know, media, you can market that, you can monetize that, sell ad space. It's like you're making tens of millions of dollars opposed to just the million through insurance. So Same. I think limitations just in the mind, but I was curious in regard to like, you know, what are the pros and cons of, you know, a brokerage versus captive? So brokerage, you're buying leads, captive, you're typically not. And then brokerage, you're pitched on a 100% contract, but if you're getting any leadership bonus, you're not going in on a 100% contract. You're replacing each other's policies. That's not happening in a captive. Leadership in a captive, I mean, you're, you're on average, you're gonna get a 15 to 20% override bonus, and that's pretty set all the way into ownership. So pretty, the, the only discrimination there is just the person. Whoever generates the most results through their business, through their team, their, their organization is gonna make the most money. I'm trying to think what else is big. Um, I think both can make virtual sales. Yeah. Right, you can make virtual sales in both. Culture. I would say depends on the person. I wouldn't even. Say, that was just the biggest thing for me. Like yeah, culture. Day one, I knew I. The culture I'm is but, thinking in my head. Yeah, culture you know is. But, so culture is the biggest thing, but culture isn't. Culture isn't set by company. Culture set by people. Right. You know what I mean? So people don't leave bad companies, and I think I'd end with that: is whether you, whether you're you're in life insurance and you're in a brokerage or a captive organization, or you sell you sell chess boards or you sell solar, like listen, you can get rich anywhere. The biggest thing is stay focused for 10 years. Stay locked in for 10 years, stay dedicated and pursue generally that one rabbit. Chase that one thing for 10 years and you're gonna get rich. There's gonna be highs and lows, but you're gonna get rich if you focus on that one thing for a decade plus. And you know, you'll be 30 years old and start to really be able to diversify your time and your assets in other places. You know, so I, I'd say that's the biggest thing because I have no hate or animosity towards people and I think people think I do, but like, I would love for people that that perceive me as competitor or we're in the same market to just like reach out and let's collaborate because I really don't look at a lot of these people that probably look at me as a competitor as a competitor. And that's not ego. It's just truly like like I'm trying to compete with like Elon Musk and like Jeff Bezos and like I'd rather collaborate and uh, share ideas and see like what things are working for you guys over in a brokerage. You know, feel free to reach out and, and vice versa. And maybe we can help one another. And then if you're in sales in general and you know you're, you have to door knock, you're in solar and you don't like door knocking, reach out, hit us up. You know what I mean? I'd love to share ideas, share tips, you know, share resources. If we can help you out, whatever we can do, you know? So that's kind of my thought. Part-time, full-time, wherever you're at in life, I think you should be in sales. There's no better way to scale your income in your life than to put yourself in a position where you're getting compensated for your mouthpiece. You already talk all day and tell people what to do or what not to do. You're already trying to persuade people to invest into you in some way, shape, or form. You might as well get paid for it. So, is there anything else you wanted to share? Anything else gone gone on in your life? What's how's the family doing? Same old, busy. Pops is good. Busy. He's always good. Yeah, he's always good. He's got some. He's got some big things coming up, but it'll be exciting once he gets that. I'll post it up and stuff. And where can people invest into his business if they want to go and you know do any any type of business with him? Where can they find? Couldn't even answer that. Couldn't answer it. All okay. Right. All right. Well. If you need something from Blake's dad, hit up Blake. I can't think of anything else. Anything else you want to touch on? I think that's it. Let's go. Round two with Blake. Let's let's check back in in six months or a year, see how it goes. So yes, peace out. Let's go.